the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. A poet once wrote, of all the words of tongue or pen, the saddest are these, it might have been. And if that is true, then one of the most tragic words in the human language must be the word almost. The word almost speaks of aborted opportunities, missed chances, and I'm sure that as long as this world exists, almosts will dot the pages of human history. I almost climbed the, that mountain. We almost reached our goal. I almost closed the deal. We almost got there in time. We've all had those kinds of almost experiences. And I suppose the most famous almoster in history would have to be Pilate because he almost released Jesus. He almost lowered the gavel and said, not guilty. He almost said, I dismiss all the charges because this man is innocent. He almost set him free. What a change that would have made in our perception of Pilate. We might have been calling him this day Saint Pilate. He almost did it, you see, but he didn't. Yet he could have, and that was his tragedy. He had the authority to do it. He wore the signet ring that said he had the power to do it. All he had to do was to speak the word decisively, and Jesus would have been set free, notwithstanding the sovereignty of God, of course. Verse 23 says, but with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that Jesus be crucified and their shouts prevailed. Pilate decided to grant their demand. He listened to their voices. We would even say, I suppose, that he listened to the voices of evil, to the voice of Satan. And we've heard those voices too, haven't we? Voices that say, go ahead and do it. Just one more time. No one will ever know. One drink, that's all. You don't have to have any more. Satan beckons us into paths that we should not go. But Pilate, he didn't have to listen to those voices. There were other voices he could have listened to. He could have listened to his wife who sent that note that said, don't have anything to do with that innocent man for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. He could have listened to her voice and he almost did, but he didn't. He could have listened to his own voice. Pilate was not a dummy. He knew what was going on. He knew that Annas and Caiaphas the chief priests were corrupt, were greedy. He knew that they were lying about Jesus. He could have listened to his own voice. 
to reason, to common sense. He almost did, but he didn't. Pilate is not the only one who has played this game of almost. Some of us have played this game as well. I almost made that right decision today. I almost picked up my Bible and read it. I almost took the time to be in prayer today. I almost took up my cross and followed Jesus. But the Bible very clearly teaches us there are no almosts with God. There is no almost heaven, no almost place where we can go. We either go to heaven or we don't go to heaven. And Pilate's tragedy could be our tragedy as well. And so when we open our Bibles, we begin to read the story of Jesus. We read about a crucifixion, even though Pilate came that close to freeing Jesus he didn't. And as we view that scene, we see soldiers going about their tasks. They were used to crucifying people. They had done it many, many times before. First, they laid the crosses down upon the ground, and then they placed Jesus and the two thieves upon them, driving sharp spikes through their hands and their feet. And then they hoisted the rough wooden crosses into the air and dropped them into the holes where other crosses had been before. And then they were done. Jesus was crucified. So there he hangs between heaven and earth, looking through tears and blood. He could see the faces of the people who had gathered around him it was perhaps an unusually large crowd, for there were no football games or soccer matches to watch in those days, and so they went to watch crucifixions. And as we view that scene, and as we look at their faces, we look for a friendly face, someone that we might recognize. Where was Peter? Surely Peter would have shown up, but Peter was not there, nor James, nor Andrew nor Bartholomew. The soldiers gathered underneath the cross and began throwing dice, gambling for his robe. And every time we look at those soldiers, we see a little bit of ourselves, don't we? They were right there, right next to the blood that was dropping to the ground. They could hear his cries of pain. They could look up any time they wanted to see Jesus dying there. And yet their minds were someplace else. Sometimes we are so close to the cross and yet so far away. And listen, Jesus is praying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Father, forgive the soldier who drove the nails into my hands. Father, forgive Pilate who found me innocent but sentenced me to die anyway. Father, forgive Annas and Caiaphas and the Sanhedrin and all the rest.
Father, forgive the Christians who will meet me in a church building in Spring, Texas in 2023 because their sins nailed me to this cross. Yes, Father, forgive all of them. That was Jesus' prayer. I don't know if I could really ever pray that kind of prayer. Sometimes we have a hard time getting along with our neighbors. Sometimes we have a hard time forgiving our spouses, our children, or even our brothers and sister Christians here in the church. Sometimes. Now the gospel tells us that Jesus spoke seven times from the cross. Three times he spoke before the darkness came. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And then he turned to one of the thieves and said, Today you will be with me in paradise. And he also looked at Mary, his mother, and John, the apostle, and said, Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. And then suddenly darkness covered the earth. The winds, they started to blow. Lightning and thunder rolled across the sky, and even the ground began to shake. And when the storm was at its height, Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? At that moment in time, the sins of this world, your sins, my sins, caused God the Father to turn his face from his son for that moment. And then the darkness left and three more cries came from his lips. I thirst. It is finished. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And then it's all over. The greatest victory in all the world had been won on a hill that looked like a skull outside of Jerusalem. Everything that God had worked for and planned for was finally realized in the death and the burial and the ultimate resurrection of Jesus, his son. The greatest victory. You know, there is probably nothing more consistent about life than its inconsistencies. Life is like a roller coaster with all of its ups and downs and twists and turns. And you never really know what will happen next. But if there is one strong message that comes to us from Calvary, it is this. That God is able to weave all of that together. He can take all of the inconsistencies all of the fragments and pieces of our lives and weave them together into a beautiful tapestry just as he planned. And that is the message we hear today. Because one day the sun shines and the next day it thunders and rains. One day we think everything is going our way and the next day our world comes crashing down upon us. One moment we're young and healthy, and the next moment the doctor tells us that he has some bad news for us.
Yet Jesus is saying, it really doesn't matter because all of you who have really committed yourselves to me will find righteousness and goodness and victory, not defeat. You will find that your despair is replaced with eternal hope because that is the message of Calvary. So in the light of all of this, our prayer this afternoon ought to be, Almighty God, help us never, ever to look at the cross and see the one who died there without feeling the touch of a tear on our cheeks, without feeling our hearts strangely moved and broken. May we never come to the foot of your cross, Lord, just to casually look, to be almost moved by it. But may we not turn away from it and go on with life as usual. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.